and then it like, you know, show. That's how it is on mine. I mean, hey, um, hey, we're late, but Jack's gonna do a thing. Oh, am I? I hope. Uh, I don't think so. I'm you don't think play. So? Is it? Should it's, I be doing a thing? It's selecting it. It's done. I don't know what it did. I don't see anything. How about I do the thing? We'll you should do the thing. We'll be right back. <laughs> Oh, I figured it out. Hey, yeah, I found it. I found hey, it. Hey, hey, everybody, and welcome to the 112th episode of Geek Spot News. 112. Yeah, I'm not Is sure that? how we did that. I don't know. And I'm only saying the number because 12 is my hockey number and my favorite number. So, oh. 112, 12, and we have exciting, exciting stuff to talk about. The uh, Sabine Wren show that's on Disney Plus. Yeah, it's Frank's, Frank's favorite. Um, but first of all, thank you to everyone uh, who always listens. And if you don't listen live and you listen later on, we love you. We appreciate you. Uh, thank you for finding the geek spot. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Already see <sighs> Dom and crew and hi hi. Say the uh, uh, the other name in the I yeah. I'm gonna horribly mispronounce that, and that's your job. So I will let you figure out how to say that. I'm gonna um, go Chua or Ior. Okay. And if I'm wrong, please please phonetically spell it for me. So you I think it's an I or an L? I don't know. <laughs> just... For anybody watching, here's here's who we got. So, I'm shooting. I'm shout shooting. out there. Um, but I'm good, man. It's a, another busy, crazy week since last week. I think. Um, got a went to a big marching band competition up in Allentown yesterday. Not competition, is exhibition. All twenty college bands. So that was pretty cool. Uh, took one of the kids. We did that. He got to play with the Uptown String Band, the Parkland Uptown String Band on Saturday. Oh cool as hell at an event uh so he did that um and uh we uh got to hang out with jackie bam bam for a few oh nice oh he's and, uh, crazy fun and timmy formerly a fish out of water is uh and currently part of spare parts is one of the leaders of that band so we got oh, to nice. see him for a minute and uh, it was good times got to play some uh some you know mummer strut and all those things it was good and uh then we uh then I had a played a gig at Tony's, which is always great, and uh, and realized that I'm local, like almost all month playing gigs. So it'll be it'll be a good month. A lot of Langhorn, Ben Salem, Feasterville. Oh, I have bad news for that. Chua Lore. Oh, okay. I was so not close. Yeah, that's why I let you do it. Well, I had the first part right, <laughs> and I went I, and you said L, and I was wrong. Um, so that's uh, a hell of a week. But yeah, I did all that. Watched some stuff. Um, there's a new show on HBO Max that I don't, or Max. I don't know if you've seen yet called uh, Naked Attraction. It's not new. It's on its sixth season. Do you want to? Do you really want me to answer that? Have Have you seen it? Uh no. Oh, Shocking. it's a dating show. Oh, um, it's a dating show with full frontal. All right, I'm in for everybody. Just well, I don't know. <laughs> uh, coming back. A couple. Uh, it is. It's. It's a lot, but um. I didn't. I didn't make it through an episode yet because I. I. Uh, I got it. I have kids. Yeah. They, they yeah. can't see that show, so uh, we'll work that out. 
Uh, but how about you, man? What have you been up to? Uh, well, this has been a week. Um, actually, today, the last half an hour has felt like a month. Uh, Microsoft likes to, uh, when they push out these, these feature updates, uh, what it does is it fucks everything up. My sound was messed up. My computer wasn't starting. And I, uh, it's Microsoft. They do that all the time. Uh, otherwise, otherwise, I'm, I'm really, I'm, I'm actually really good. I, 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 the Disney trips a hundred percent paid off. We picked our bands today and I ordered them the magic bands. Uh, I have a, I got a millennium Falcon one. Okay. Uh, and my son got Jack Skellington. Nice. So that's really cool. Um, Works good. I have such a huge, long, busy week coming up. I have, I have hockey tomorrow. Yeah, I have the Phillies to watch. Yeah, red October. I mean, so, luckily Phillies are eight o'clock, so it's fine. Yeah, my game's at six forty, I think. And then I have a hockey game Friday night at six forty. Oh, then I have a softball tournament at nine a.m. Saturday. Have have any of these people met you that yes. that are so letting I've you take part in all these things? I've done the softball tournament every year for the last couple of years. It's with Danny and all his friends. I feel like uh, you didn't do it last year. No, I did it last year. I did. Mm. No, no, I did. So it's right down here on Frankfurt Avenue, yep. Yep. Um, right right between uh, Burger King and and Grand Avenue. Oh, look at um, that! Hey, Charles. Hey, Charles. Hey, Dom. Um, and so yeah, so I'll probably be a puddle on Saturday. Uh, after playing hockey Friday night and then uh, softball the next day. But yeah, no, I, I love playing softball. I, I, yeah. I can hit it to deep, deep, deep center field and get thrown out at first. That's great. That's awesome. Yeah, it's fun. I, uh, we we I, did I, almost have, we did, we did have seats to go see Loki premiere early tonight, but uh, we I didn't want to not bring you all this show because we do that so often anyway. And we figured and, we shouldn't miss a week. And, and I wasn't super stoked for uh, this premiere. I gotta, I gotta tell you, I'm on the same boat as you, and I really enjoyed Loki season one. If you stay tuned to our channel, you'll see my my Marvel show rankings this week. <laughs> that yeah. I'm gonna do this week because it's um, a slow week for you. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, I, I, I lost my train of thought. Um, <laughs> I, I was, I got nothing. I, I totally lost my train of thought um where i was going uh but, oh i watched something loki oh you did watch something no. look at you oh, okay yeah so loki i really enjoyed season one i'm not hyped about season two i'm more worried about tomorrow's finale that we're going to talk about in a little bit shockingly i'm worried about it now um, oh okay. so but i watched uh to your prompting i re i started to rewatch eureka Oh God! Oh wait, Damn. no, I'm sorry, wrong thing. No, I did watch one episode of Gen V, and and uh, I, we could start right off without spoilers. Absolutely awesome! So, First episode. Cool. So for anybody that doesn't know, Gen V is the new spinoff on Amazon Prime from The Boys. Yes. Uh, that covers college age kids uh, from Vought in the in this uh, this I world. Don't know where it, I, I'm guessing that it's earlier in the timeline no is it after what's all the recent stuff oh it's it is after. after because uh they reference replacing yes. uh spoilers for season three or four or whatever yes. of the boys that's already been out for a year yes. uh they reference replacing mave in the seven and they also made mention of starlight and 
not in her room anymore. So yeah, I'm and replacing Starlight and Maeve yeah. because they're both gone. Okay, you're right. Um, no, I the first episode that I watched was absolutely awesome. I, I really, really enjoyed it more than I thought I would. Yeah, it's look, it's 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 all of the fun stuff from the boys without all of the uh it's it's people actually having a good time. Um, well like yeah. to a degree, but yeah. it's it's still all of the blood and gore and crazy um shrinking people. Speaking of that, hi mom, great timing for that. Um, yeah. yeah, the shrinking part uh, near the near the end was was uh, I was kind of caught a little out of left field on me on that. Yeah, one. if anybody remembers what happened to Termite in the boys, it is not that. Um, but the story for Gen V is there's a uh, the powers are even weirder and more off base than your standard superhero powers. You have uh, Marie who can control her own blood, but so she yeah. has to cut herself to then be able to do that. Yeah, really weird. Um, which is a, is a weird take on the power. She's not a legacy. There are some legacies on the show. There's a um, there's a Pulsify, I think is his name, or uh, something like that, is one of the guys that they had that was a legacy hero played by Sean Patrick White, I believe uh, is his name, uh, from Save the Last Dance and the West Wing and a whole bunch of things over the years. I think he was in West Wing. A um, whole bunch of things over the years. Who's fantastic, plays the dad. Um, then you have... Uh, Patrick Schwarzenegger on the show playing Golden Boy, who uh, can turn himself into basically the Human Torch, um, but they do not have the unstable molecules of the Fantastic Four to manage to uh, right not burn off every time he uses his power. So you have that piece. You also have somebody that uh, goes by Cricket that can get really tiny. Um, I saw, so I saw Clancy Brown. Clancy Brown's in it as the the headmaster of the school. And then you have another interesting character, uh, Jordan, who is they in so much as can flip back and forth between male and female. Yep. Yep. And yep. has an insane power set that they haven't really gotten into yet, but pretty cool there. And then you also get um, another one of the other main characters who has um a form of telepathy where they can push people into doing things that we've seen with plenty of um, yeah. other shows that that's a pretty common power that they do. But um, yeah, uh, so lots of intrigue, lots of mystery so far. Um, Frank's one episode and they already dropped three episodes last week. The new one will come out, I think this Friday. Um, so I would definitely keep, I definitely keep it up with that. It looks like a really fun show. Yeah. Um, there was one other thing this weekend and, and so it was kind of flip flopping between and Dom, I did see your comment. Absolutely. Shoot me a text afterwards. Um, I was flip flopping between, do I want to take the Disney trip or do I want to just drop a bunch of money and go out to Vegas and see you two open up this sphere? Have you seen any of the footage of this thing yet? Is I have not really. Is it like the volume from it's Disney? 10 times that it's it's absolutely breathtaking the videos that i've seen and what this this it's a i think it's a twenty thousand seat concert venue and it's it's all like in an auditorium seating and you're surrounded by thousands of led tvs um, okay of all over the place and then during the concert different stuff comes up and in it and and youtube's always been pretty innovative with their with their shows with the zoo tv tour and you know they spent millions on production to the point where at one point i remember bono saying something about how um they were they spent 
too much money on on their production value. Um, Dave would have absolutely loved this thing. Uh, I watched the opening 16 minutes of their show, and it's just a simple square stage. It's it looks like it's supposed to be like a record player. It's a square stage with a circle in the middle of the stage that looks oh. like the top of record player. Yeah, and they just stand on it. But the stuff that goes on around it. Um, if anybody gets the chance, and I know even if you're not a YouTube fan, it's okay. Go look at the in, like the videos of the inside of this sphere and what they're doing with these with these tea with this with this stuff. It's it's just jaw dropping what they're doing. Um, uh, the technology is amazing. Awesome. Um, I'll, I'll put it on my. It, it'll get added to my list. So <laughs> I'll be able to talk about it next week. You can see it on the TikToks. Oh, I don't have the TikToks. They're oh. the devil. Oh, I'll send it to you then. Thanks. You can watch it through me. It's probably um, on the Instas too. It's probably on some reels is my bet. It's definitely going to be on some, yeah. And I'm sh I'm assuming, so they're doing a three-month residency. They're doing 25 shows. And then I'm assuming they're going to go out on tour, which will make me an extremely happy young man. Yeah, uh, maybe. I think this is where we're reimagining all of their songs, right? No. Uh, oh. Well, they did that for the, for the, the thing on Disney. That they got it. Um, they, they did them like acoustically. Yeah, some are really, really well done, and they released a new single. So oh, good. Yeah, it's called I think it's Atomic Heart. Really good, rock, more rock and rollish. All right. I'll um, so this week, uh, the strike is over for the writers. The writers are getting back to work. Official, um, like they started back to work Monday today, right? Or was like, it last week? Like Fallon's back to or Kimmel's back tonight. Uh, as a is back tonight too. Yeah, so they're back uh, because you know they weren't writing during the strike at all. Of course, John Oliver and Bill Maher came back last over the weekend. Okay, they're back yeah, quick. They're, they're ramping everything up, and uh, I got a couple. Of, I got a couple of things. Um, there's a couple movies this weekend. Um, there was a movie called Dumb Money. I said so I haven't heard any of these movies that were coming out this weekend. Uh, the weekend that just passed, Dumb Money. Uh, is the film about the ordinary people that made it rich on the GameStop stock. Remember that? Thing? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It made, uh, it's got a $30 million budget. It made $7.3 Okay. It's shocking because it was an 85% positive critics review, an 86% positive um, audience review. But what it went up against let, let, first, let me go through the cast of the, like. Let me let me bounce around the cast of this this movie. Um, Paul Dano was in it. Okay, he's, he's supposedly a big deal. Oh, and my boy, uh, Vince D'Onofrio, America Ferrara, uh, Nick Offerman, Anthony Ramos, Seth Rogen, Sebastian Stan, Shailene Woodley, uh, Clancy Brown, uh, and and like I could just like it's like littered with stars. It, it's yeah, it sounds very hit or miss for when if I would actually watch them though, because there's a couple in there that I'd be like, oh, I'm not gonna watch this then if they're in it. Right. So what it went up against this weekend, it went up against uh, Paw Patrol: The Mighty Movie, yeah, uh, which won the weekend. Oh, as it should. Uh, Saw X and the Creator, which I didn't even know was a movie that looks kind of interesting. Oh, I thought that was just Apple TV. No, that it's actually a movie though. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Paw Patrol won the weekend with uh, $23 million, followed by Saw X at $18 million, and then the sci-fi epic The Creator at number three with $14 million. 
Oh, I bet the creator cost way more than $14 million to make. Uh, maybe. <laughs> um, but so apparently this is the first time we've had three new films open to $14-plus million on the same weekend since uh, September 20th to 22nd, 2019. Wow. So. Have we had three movies release in the same weekend since then? I don't know. We that, also, weather was also pretty questionable Friday and Saturday. Yeah. yeah. So I feel like that probably helped with the, uh, Sunday was gorgeous. It's not in New York. <laughs> uh, no. Was uh, Sunday, wasn't Sunday fine in New York? The top three movies for that, that, uh, that weekend in 2019. Yeah. Downton Abbey. Oh God. 31 million. Yeah. Uh, Ad Astra brought in 19 million. Ooh. And Rambo Last Blood brought in brought in eighteen million. We were desperate to go to the movies in that in twenty nineteen. I think <laughs> we were. Well, we would have had uh, no Marvel because there yeah. was Far From Home. Then there wasn't anything to Black Widow, right? Uh huh. Yeah. There was probably some DC movie that was shit in the bed in the box office that week too. <laughs> probably, probably. Oh no! You know what? That was right before. Was that right before uh, Aquaman? I think it was. Uh, okay. Okay. Um, so we have a window release for Umbrella Academy season four. I, I just, the hype around that for me is gone. After oh, the last it's still season. so good. It left in such a great spot. Uh, we'll see. So they're saying that it's going to return in 2024 and they put out a fun video showing the cast celebrating their characters birthdays, which the characters we're born on October 1st, 1989. So it's leading to a lot of speculation that it's going to drop somewhere around then in 2024 uh, for its final season. Maybe I feel like it's dropped earlier. And I feel like it's been a summer drop most of these years. Yeah. Um, but look, I'm, I'm stoked for that because they, they got, Hey, you get a fourth season and that's the last season. Right. Great. It's good. Great. We can wrap up the show. Netflix doesn't usually go to four with stuff like that. They stay pull it at three. A lot of the times. Yeah. Uh, well, I think it helps that none of them became big stars. <laughs> um, Yeah, that's... You know what I mean? So even though you re renegotiated contracts, it's not like anybody on the show is like this massive star all of a sudden from being on Umbrella Academy because it was such an ensemble show. Yeah. Um, Though, uh, what's his name? Five is now like 700 years old. So it'll be interesting to see how much he's grown. <laughs> right? It was even funny last season watching how much he's grown up. Yeah. He shot up. Yeah. Um, House of the Dragon season two has finished filming and is looking at a uh, summer 2024 release, which is a lot sooner than I thought it would be. I but, thought we'd get it to later in 2024. I mean, that's two years, right? Yeah. Almost yeah. from when it came out. All right. Yeah. And, Last and will be another three years and then we'll get season two. No. Uh, and that's, that's, that's really good. Um, I'm kind of, I want to see where they're going to go with it. Not like I, I already know where they're going to go with it. Uh, as long as they don't go down the Game of Thrones uh, original series round road. You know, where they started to suck. I know it's only season two, but we don't. Yeah, know we, have, we I think we have time to that. I don't think this show makes it that long. No, I think you get three, maybe four tops out of this. Yeah, like I and I, I think I have talked about this a few times. Like the cycle is slowed down so much. Yeah. It makes it really hard to stay engaged with any of these shows and want that many seasons anymore. Uh, you're telling me. Um, like the uh, like, you know, I, I like what Walking Dead's doing, 
with their their universe now where it's it's six episode seasons and they're like moving story like chewing through storyline way faster this week's daryl dixon was probably the slowest of the season so far but it had a lot of uh development from a storyline standpoint still better than uh, more than you'd get in four or five episodes of a star Wars. i have a um regular walking dead season that has like 16 to 20 episodes because they, they just only have six to fit all their storyline into so it's nice to see some of these shows taking advantage of their abbreviated episode counts and actually moving through storyline in a good manner and getting us to the next next thing and the next thing and the next thing and then setting you up for the next season, which hopefully won't take them four years to film. I, I hope. Um, uh, but, 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 but where was I? Um, ah, yes. Uh, Netflix celebrates uh, the end of its DVD rental era uh, as they send out their last red envelopes. Now, did you do Netflix as a red, as a, as a DVD delivery? I did. Back in the day, I did. I did okay. that. I did the game one. There was a game one where you could rent games for... for, for uh, something time. fly, wasn't it? Gamefly? Gamefly. I did that for a little bit. Um, yeah, I've done all the funky fun stuff. I, did, I have never done any of those mail order... No, I didn't. It wasn't that bad. Not since um, Columbia House and BMG in the mid eighties. Oh jeez. I still <laughs> I I I still think I owe them money. You probably still uh still have six DVDs in the mail or six C- CDs in the mail from when you cassettes? had to pick your thirty for a penny. I got my cassettes. That's that is where I first heard Robin Williams live at the Met. Wow. So I bought that from there. And I wore that cassette out listening to that. It was some of the funniest shit I've ever heard in my life. I bet. Um, so, yeah. So, so I can't believe they only started mailing DVDs in 1998. It seems like it's been forever. That sounds right. Yeah. I mean, that um, was 25 years ago, Frank. It doesn't feel like it, dude. <laughs> it doesn't feel like it. It's not supposed to be. Uh, before I go over into into the the little the few little like I don't have a ton a ton but before I go over into the Marvel stuff I told you I had this whole thing written out today at work and it was really nicely worded and I've hit all the points I wanted to hit but I had it worded nicely and I even yeah. typed out a couple jokes. <laughs> Do you have where's that where's that paper, Frank? It's at work on my desk. Oh, good. It's it's very helpful there. Yeah. Um, I, I tried to see if it was stuck in my Microsoft Office work account and I didn't actually save the Word file. I just printed it. <sighs> Alas, yeah. not the case, huh? No. Um, but do you do you have any fun stuff that you want to... Uh, usually you have some of the some fun shit to throw out there. Usually there's some other stuff that I've watched and, and other things that I've done. I mean, not, not from a DC standpoint, there's no, nothing really right now except for... Uh, Small thing. James Gunn is writing Peacemaker season two. That's official now. Yep, that I had that checked. Um, he's made some weird comments about who is and isn't still going to be playing their characters. Like there was three, right? There's only three. He's, people he's there. already moved it up to four. Oh, I had, so I yeah. saw it was Blue Beetle, right? Yep. Is Viola Davis? Yep. And it was um, Peacemaker. John Cena and uh, and uh, Freddie Stroma as Vigilante. Right, 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 right. And of course, his wife. Yeah, well, you need Hargraves. Um, that's yeah. fine. She, she's, you know, she. Yeah. Well, but n- to be fair, he didn't cast her in some of these other movies she was in. No, I know, uh, but um, they just, just keep let, casting her now. Just don't let John Cena have a love scene with her because apparently, 
he doesn't hold back. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I'm sure I'm sure the steroids have done wonders for him, according to uh, Amy Schumer. Um, Yeesh. Um, he did say that uh, production on Superman Legacy is still targeting a 2024 uh, start for production. Um, and they might be able to hit their 2025 release date, but it's still kind of, now it's kind of iffy depending on how much, how, how fast they can get, you know, through everything. Yeah. It's uh, going to be interesting to see. Cause I think the screen actors guild started meeting today. Right. Uh, and we'll see how long those negotiations take. If it's the same that the, uh, AMT PTP did last, last week where they just went, Hey, here's the offer. Right. And it's great. And take it. We'll see if they just do the same thing with SAG after and get everything moving again. Well, now now the video game voice actors are going soon, too. Well, that's still part of SAG after, though. OK. Um, and look, we won't feel that one for like three years. Right, right. Because there's such a long lead time for those things where I don't know if they do I the voices before the animation or at the same time or after. Um, but I would assume this is more not just voice. This is because it's SAG after that's doing this, that it would also include all the mocap. Yep. Yep. There was you just know. a, there was a little behind the scenes uh, footage that came out from Bungie where they were doing some of their, um, some of their in-game scenes and the voice actors were in their mocap suits and they were showing them kind of, you know, how they hunt, how, how the one floats and how like it was kind of, it was cool right. stuff. It's cool to see that behind the scenes stuff. 18 more days. Uh, you mean 13 oh, more Spider-Man Wednesday? 2? Oh, oh, oh. Now, I, I, before I get off the video game thing, there's a lot of people that are saying that Spider-Man 2 could possibly win Game of the Year before it even comes out. I don't think that it's... I think it'll be in the running for Game of the Year, but I think at the beginning of the year... Tears of the Kingdom was the runaway favorite when it was released. That's the that's the game everybody fell in love with. Yeah. And Starfield kind of picked some heads up, but put them right back down again. And it'll be in the it's I it's good Baldur's be, Gate. Well, that's where I was gonna go. Is Baldur's yeah. Gate 3 came out like busted the doors open, and there's no way that's losing. Um, that's that's my opinion. Spider-Man 2 looks amazing, and I can't wait to play it, but um Baldur's Gate 3 has been by far and away the biggest game of the year. Yeah, I'm, I'm happy to say I've not played any of the I, candidates you would, there. You would enjoy Baldur's Gate. Wasn't Fallen Order this year, too? It was, wasn't it? Uh, it was, but it's not going to be up there for, for yeah. game of the year. Yeah. I, I, oh, and, I, Harry po- and Hogwarts Legacy was this year, too. Yeah, that's not even close. I know, it was awful. That game was, that game was fun, but so grindy and long. Like yeah. a Bungie game. Um, in the Marvel world, we got a definitive time for the Marvels. Yeah. We got the runtime for it. It's clocking in at 105 minutes. It's a tight movie. It's fine. If they made the Ahsoka series 105 minutes, would you have been happy? Uh, I, I think that would be twice the story that we've gotten. Would it? <laughs> Look, honestly, if you just got rid of the first four episodes, three and a half, three and a half, okay, half of that fourth episode is pretty good. If you get rid of the first three and a half episodes, so it wouldn't be too bad at this point. Um, 
I see. I feel like you have changed your mind, but we'll get there. Uh, so the Marvel's movie is going to be the shortest MCU film to date. Mm-hmm. Um, it's by like it, six minutes, though. It's not like it's by like 20 minutes. Or no, anything. but it it they're probably going to be able to they're probably going to have this is probably going to be the best Marvel movie in the last couple of years by far. Fingers crossed. Yeah. I, well, I mean, I mean, how long ago was No Way Home? Only last last Christmas, right? Christmas of 2021. Feels, so that also only, feels like it was 10 years ago. 2022? Was that 2022? I feel like that was Christmas of 2022. 2022? It was definitely after the pandemic. Yeah, I feel like that was Christmas of 2022. It was when No, no, no Way Home came out. Um, Guardians 3. Yeah, Guardians 3 was good. Um. I, yeah, I, I I've determined I've decided since seeing Barbie last week that my uh, my determining factor whether I actually like a movie or not is would I watch this again? That's where I sit with most things. That's and why Guardians Three. I've I've had zero interest in rewatching Guardians Three. Same, and that's and Spider Man No Way Home. I I I'm pretty sure I saw that like three or four times. Yeah, uh, I think so I saw I, it twice in the movies. I did see it twice in the movie theater. I've watched it. I've watched most of the Marvel movies a second or third time. Over the course of, you know, except Doctor Strange, um, I I put on the Multiverse of Madness for a second watch. Finally, at some point, and I was like, "Oh, this still sucks." Yeah, it does. It didn't get better, um, but it doesn't suck as bad. Uh, well, Forever was good, but I don't know mm. if I'd watch it again. It just didn't. It didn't. It didn't resonate with me to watch it again. And I also haven't watched Black Panther again. And not because I didn't like it. It was a sensational movie. It just, I don't know. My moods are different with movies sometimes. Like I'll watch Infinity War and Endgame more than I'll watch any other ones. I've watched uh, Black Panther probably, I don't know, 20 times. It's a great movie. Um, Wakanda Forever, I have zero interest in a second watch. I th- I'm, I think I watched it twice. No, I didn't watch it a second time with my kids. So I watched it once. Right. And I was like, all right, I'm good. Yeah. I, I mean. There, there, it, it's. it's it's the same. It's similar to like, would I ever go and watch any of the Star Wars stuff that's come out? Nah. Would I rewatch any of the Marvel TV shows? Not so, a chance. That's what I was going to ask you. Is there any? Would you rewatch Loki to get ready for Loki? No. Like if the, I, I would re if any of the Marvel stuff I rewatch would probably be like one of the Netflix shows, like probably Luke Cage season one, or one of the Daredevil shows. Look, um, I'm, Frank's rewatched Agents of Shield. I have twice actually. Might be coming up on a third time soon. That's yeah, there's it keeps being more and more news about that, and they're like, "No, it's not." Can- it was ne- now. It's like we're mad at Josh Whedon. It was never canon. Blah blah blah. I was like, "Okay, oh, whatever." Um, I'm interested. <laughs> I would love this. Would be I think that would be one hell of a fun show. It's a big ranking now to rank them out. Yeah. Um, the X-Men movie reboot is moving forward as Disney and Marvel mm-hmm. Studios begin meeting with writers this fall. Uh, they, the movie, uh, they haven't started casting yet, uh, and the movie is potentially pushed until 2026-2027. So I'll be sick when we see that. I feel like that's too early. I do, too. Um, I, I, I think we have the roadmap through 2026 already, so I don't. Well, I don't see that happening. You know, that's all being that's all going to get blown up now because of them wanting less TV shows, less stuff. Yeah, out. but I don't think I don't think that matters to the movie time timeline, right? Like you still have Kang Dynasty Secret Wars, those are all 2026 projects already. 
Maybe what 2025. Are we, what are we in phase five right now? Yeah. Maybe, maybe, maybe we get, no, Thunderbolts is next is 2024. Here's as of what's this article here. Yeah. We're, we're 2026 before we get secret wars. This from games radar was one of the first one that came up is from last month. Uh, and this has Loki season two, October 6th. That's on target. Yep. The Marvel's November 10th. Yep. Uh, Echo January. I don't know what the writers strike sure. over that might get nuked. Uh, no, I mean, that's, no. I don't think they're going to get rid of it. They're just, they, they, they cut an episode. What I heard from six to five. Oh, Deadpool three, May 3rd, 2024. That's look, they were hanging out at the Jets game last night. So, hey, well, you wouldn't know it. All <laughs> they showed was, was the swift. Yeah. Not, not Sean Levy. And Ryan Reynolds and Blake Lively and Hugh Jackman exactly. and Robin, my my the one my wife was most excited about, Robin Lively, right? Who was there? No, because she was the Teen Witch. Yeah, yeah. Um, Captain America, uh, July twenty sixth, twenty twenty four. Thunderbolts, December twentieth, twenty twenty four. Yep. And then the last ones, which are are you know, Blade is is supposed to be twenty twenty five. That's not happening. And then Blade. Agatha, Daredevil, and Ironheart are all thrown into TBA. Well, those are TV shows. Right. Right. But then then there's phase six, which is Fantastic Four. Right. Which we still don't have casting for. Nope. Which is Rumor's until 2026 the then, right? 2025? 2025. Rumors out the ass for that. And then you have Kang Dynasty after Fantastic Four. There's some other movie in there. And then you have Secret Wars. And that's going to be 2026. So you're not getting X-Men until probably 2026, 2027. Yeah, there's no I, there's no quick link here. Uh, anything close to updated. Which the last one is the like amount of time movie. between now and when we get the X-Men. Yeah, the amount of time from when Iron Man one came out. And I think wow. Age of Ultron. Wow. Wow. Maybe now, maybe a year less, but like it's close. Well, now there's also rumors that Vision Quest uh, may be canceled. I saw that. Uh, we are getting, uh, speaking of uh, TV shows, we are getting Werewolf by Night in color. Okay. Uh, for Halloween this year, because they didn't film anything else. So they're re-releasing last year's Halloween special uh, in color this year, That's which they color. did think about it when they were filming, if it was to be in color. So, Oh, really? Um, but it's going to be oversaturated in certain color spectrums, too, where it's not just going to be like your standard. Okay. So that that could be a cool watch. I did enjoy Werewolf by Night, but again, that's one that I was never like, you know, let me go watch this again. But if there's something oh. different, I'll go watch the different stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um. Okay. Uh. Hey, before we before we get yeah. to the other stuff. Yes. Yes. Did you go and do do what you said and and watch another episode of Wheel of Time or no? I got through most of. That episode that I was the first one that I was at seven. Yeah, six, seven just dropped yesterday or Friday. Yes, so I got most of the way through six. And let me say this much. I saw a big chunk of Egwene with the collar and trying to hit hit yep. uh, her her Suldam with the uh or wait. Her Damani. Wait. No, she's Damani. She's the, I, yeah, I always get them mixed up. I saw her trying to hit with the pitcher and that stuff. Let me tell you what, I, you know how I, I like to rail on this show. 
Yeah. As as a book reader, that was so exceptionally well done and so right from the book. There are certain things that he's taking and doing right from the book, which is great. That was, and I didn't see the whole thing, but that bit that I saw was so well done and and so good. So I was saying um, it was one of my favorite episodes of television, best it, tel- episodes of television I've watched in a couple of years. There, there's a couple of little pieces of that that kind of make me cringe, but outside, not with her, but with other people in it. Yeah. But with but with that, that was really good, and I will I will get to that this week and and kind of catch up because I know the finale is this week. Yeah, finale is this so I'll week. I'll catch up for that for the next for our next show. I'll you know in between laying in a puddle of my own sweat. Good. I'm glad I sucked you back in. Yeah, no, that that helped a lot because I probably would have turned it off and put on episode season three, episode six of Eureka. Yeah, this week's uh, was not as good, but still very well done. And I'm sure now it's insane departures from the book and you're just going to have to lean into it. Well, there's so the so the finale and I'm not going to say anything because because I know what the finale should be. And and there are a couple of key points that should happen in this finale that I'll talk about Tuesday if they don't happen and how much of a departure from the book. There's, there's one major, 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 well, two major things that are, that should happen in this finale. Um, they had a couple of big departures in episode seven from what I've read. All right. I didn't, I didn't read that yet, but yeah, there's, there's, there's two big monster things that are supposed to happen. Uh, okay. Back to the Sabine Wren show. Or as Filoni likes to call it, Ahsoka. Uh, yes. Yeah. Hey, look, I, I, I promise you, if you go by screen time, it should be called Sabine. I, so if you have not seen episode seven, um, dip out, come back, rewatch, re-listen, all that stuff. Um, see, Dom watched rewatched WandaVision. I could get on board with WandaVision. It's in my, it's at my, it's near the top of my list that I haven't done yet. Same thing with Hawkeye. But anyway, um, if you have not seen Ahsoka, we're going to talk about Ahsoka episode seven. This is the penultimate episode, which usually means big, big things are happening in an episode, one episode before the finale. Yeah. You set up all sorts of stuff to close up and wrap up in the finale. How many how many tries did it take you to watch this episode? Um, I got through it. Uh, I think thought this was actually one of the better episodes of the season. Okay. Um, I, nothing happened. Well, there was um, some stuff that happened. But it was a better episode of the season. Look, I mean, we got our heroes together, sort of, but unable to. You know, well, we we got we got how Ahsoka ended up, uh, getting to the other place, right, and how she got down to the planet. But now there is no way for them to get home unless we invent some other new technology. They're going to go through the world between worlds. Oh, look at that. Um, Because otherwise, there's no way for them to get home. Um, We got a decent lightsaber fight finally, but no resolution to it. Because I don't know who the bad guy is. I don't know if it's Baelish. I don't know if it's Thrawn. I don't know if it's the Night Sisters. I don't know if it's the one that we captured uh, seven years ago on the Mandalorian season two, and then let go. That wasn't seven years ago. Are you sure? Yes, I'll get to that in a minute. Because <laughs> I don't think we know. 
I'll get to that in a minute. It, they've, they firmly established where this series is in the Mandalorian timeline. No, 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 I know. But that was that she was captured pre Grogu going. No, oh, no, no, I know. I, I, I'll get, I'll, I'll get to that in my little, my little rundown thingy when, when you, when you're, when you're done praising um, the episode. <laughs> yeah, look, that's as, that's as good as it gets. Um, and then we had the big fight scene with the. Like I don't, I don't get. I get they're like a cute cricket character, whatever they're supposed to be. The little yeah. sand, sand bugs, yeah, little crabs. But um, turtles. Like I don't get why Ezra's with them unless Ezra's like they need me to protect them. But it doesn't. It seems like they would be fine if he wasn't there. They wouldn't be getting attacked. So I don't. Isn't that how it always is with creatures from other worlds? You know, I was like, all right, I don't know why they're friends with you or vice versa. Um, and we have the the Zen Ezra. You know, I, I think it's tough because a lot of these characters, the the exciting and interesting parts about their storylines was them evolving and growing up because they were all young, right? Ahsoka, Ahsoka was interesting because she was young on Clone Wars. She right. wasn't super interesting on Rebels. Um but Not she really. but she was very interesting in Clone Wars because you got to watch her develop as a character and continue right. to see that arc move forward and forward and forward, right? Right. Ezra and Sabine in Rebels, same thing. They were both very young when they came onto the team. You got to see Sabine develop from being a loner into being, you know, a member of the team and feel like family and have like a brother in Ezra and, you know, parent and Hera and all those kinds of things. And you got Ezra to kind of develop into being a Jedi and into being a force user and into being a member of the team and a leader of the rebellion. And then we haven't done anything with any of this. Right. But that also took like how many episodes of rebels, like 10, 15, 20, a lot. Yeah. So you have like 80 episodes of cartoon to do all that development. And like, I get it. We're not going to get that in eight episode series, but like, give me something. Cause I still haven't seen the flashbacks to what happened that made Ahsoka miserable and wasted four episodes of this show. I, I agree with that. I, I do agree with that. Um, okay. So we'll, we'll go back to the beginning of the episode because there's a lot to unpack in the beginning of the episode. So, right. This is wait. Yeah. This is where we got the return to Coruscant. The opening of the episode, right? Was that the beginning? I thought that was farther in. Uh, it was close. No, it yeah, was the beginning. Fine. It was the very beginning. It was the opening of Coruscant and Hera's uh, court-martial hearing. Right. Right? So she drops the, the Imperial Remnant name, which was which kind of cool. You know? Yeah. Oh, that's when I kept texting you that uh, Mon Mothma keeps looking younger every time yes. they put her on screen, too. Yes. Um, and then, so... Because this so is 20 here, years after Andor. <laughs> right? So, no, sorry. Like 15 after Andor. When Carson Tiva interrupts the court martial, uh, he supports her comment about the Imperial Remnant by mentioning Moff Gideon's defeat at Mandalore in the Mandalore season three's ending. So that kind of fixes Ahsoka's place after season three. She wasn't held for seven years. She wasn't held for that long, to be honest with you. Well, well hold on. Hold on. Right? No, no, not right. Because if she was captured in Mandalorian season two, which is when she was captured, right? Uh, We've established that Grogu was with Luke for at least a couple years. Wait, what's her name again? I don't know. The night, the the night. Yeah. Um, But, but then they established, remember Favreau for Mandalorian season three, the Mandalorian season three was like years after season two. I, because Grogu was with Luke at the Academy for a number of years. 
like two or three years. I don't think they know where their own freaking. They they don't, and that's the problem. Um, and that's the Star Wars is running into the same problem that Marvel has at this point, where they're they want to make everything connected, but they're not good at doing it. Where you have all these people that have nothing to do but look on the internet and and search for, oh my god, you missed this and this time like like I'm I keep doing to this show right, like, <laughs> you get all that part. Her name is um, Morgan Elsbeth. Oh yeah, I got that. I'm looking to see what, if they say how long. Uh... So, but now you have all these people doing this right, which you kind of had during the early days of Marvel, but not really. But like they did a good enough job and put out stuff that was related enough or just kept giving teases back instead of having to make you dig into the timelines. Yeah. But um, these shows are super messy with their timelines. Where is... And look, maybe, <laughs> Frank, what, what it probably is, we probably have to go read all the comic books and the books to understand all the backstory that led us to this point in Ahsoka. It, all right, so that doesn't say. So apparently that's... Yeah. Um, we get a cameo from C-3PO who was voiced and acted physically by 900-year-old Anthony Daniels. Yes. Uh, who had a back problem, it seems, because C-3PO constantly <laughs> was leaning backwards. So I don't know. Maybe he didn't want to fall over. But that's how they got you, um, Princess Leia, involved by sending C-3PO. And they, they established that uh, Leia was the head of the defense council. Um, so it was good. It's good that they're, it's good that they're tying back to the, to those original characters, but you got to think if they're going to stay and do this kind of stuff that eventually they're going to have to recast at least Leia. You can get away with not showing Han around, but you're going to have to recast Leia at some point. If you're going to stay in this timeline. Well, do we need that? No, not really. I mean, that having C-3PO show up and and talk on her behalf was fine. And even if even if Anthony Daniels wasn't in the actual physical costume, which he was, he's still okay enough to voice him, at least at this point. Um, so, so I just pulled up four different things, by the way, and they <laughs> all give me different answers to when Ahsoka is set. Oh, good. Uh, this first one says uh, Ahsoka is set shortly after the events of episode six, Return of the Jedi, with best estimations placing it around 11 ABY. Uh, then I get uh, this next one that says it confirms it takes place about a decade after A New Hope, 10 to 15 years after Star Wars Rebels, which doesn't line up with 11 years BBY because no. Star Wars Rebels ended uh, there. And then we have... Uh, the Soka Disney Plus series takes place in the Star Wars timeline around 9 to 12 ABY. After the Battle of Yavin. Um The Mandalorian occurred in 9 ABY at the earliest. Mandalorian season 3. So, but again, so so if this is, let's say this is 12. It makes my head hurt. So Morgan Elspeth was captured for five years. Okay. And they didn't get anything out of her for five years. And Ezra's been gone for 10 years plus? 12 because he 12. was gone okay. before the battle of Yavin. Right. Okay. So, yep. yeah. So super right. And it's, and after 12 years, he's me like, Hey girl. Hey. Yeah. Hey. I, yeah. 
I, Let's not talk about anything. No, Ezra. Nothing's important except for the fact that we are lost on this weird planet and don't right. need to talk about that either. No, no, like, not at all. <laughs> um, okay. So while, while Ahsoka is traveling in the mouth of the whale, yep. uh, she's working on her forms uh, in one of the 20 hollow videos that Anakin Skywalker made her. So we get another little, we get another Christian Hay or Hayden Christensen cameo. Uh, yeah. as, as a young Anakin with the Jedi armor, and I'm all for it. I, I love it. I love, I love the fact that they were able to bring him back and do him justice this time around. Yeah, I don't know how we keep pulling all that stuff back. Oh, uh, I mean, uh, like I, like I get it. I, I, I get. All right, she held on to this stuff for Anakin. I don't know how, based on how she left the Order and Order sixty six and all those things. But okay, cool. I know, I, I know, it's for the nostalgia guys like you that love the Anakin yes. stuff. And I'm like, meh. So, back on uh, Peridia, mm -hmm. Grand Admiral Thrawn is, yep. is talking to Morgan Elsbeth, and he wants access to the Inquisitor database. That's where he finds out who Ahsoka Tano is. So I now, guess was that on her ship? Huh? That was on her ship. That was uh no, that was on the on the ground. On whose ship? What are you talking the about? The Inquisitor database was on her ship, I guess. Yeah, she has access to it because the, the communication lines back to the other galaxy is good. Yeah, it's great. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um <laughs> he downloaded the whole Inquisitor <laughs> library to come to give yeah. it to Admiral Thrawn. That's yep. That's 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 okay. That tracks. It's good. Yeah, yeah see? Yeah. I'm right there. No no notes. It's good. No, no, no. But that's where he finds out. Now I read something about this that was interesting, and this is why he asked this question. So he asked her, Are you sure there's only one starship? Because in the Heir to the Empire books, and Dave Filoni took this from him because Ahsoka did this in the Clone Wars, is Admiral Thrawn had his ship turned to the side, and you couldn't see the stuff on the other side of it. And when he turned the ship back, all these TIE fighters came out. And Ahsoka yeah. apparently did the same thing in the Clone Wars. Um pre-knowing Thrawn and whatnot. So Filoni always liked that maneuver, and that's why he asked. And there's a lot of people saying that Thrawn hesitated and had a look when he found out she was Anakin's Padawan because he knows who Anakin is and who Anakin became. Yeah, but it's also been 15 years and he's Thrawn. Right. Like, he um, didn't care about Vader. He was he was ready to take Vader out. Like, you know what I mean? Like, he was serving the Emperor, sure, but only because he is, is from a war warring yes. race that like that's what he does yes um so back on the planet now where uh sabine and ezra are riding along like a happy little brother and sister in a little car and she tells him that the empire was destroyed at the battle of endor yep and still has not told ezra how she got there Let's let's not also forget he asked about the Emperor was killed and she says, as far as we know, set up this prequel series. So there's a lot of, of Thanks, chatter. Dom. Have a good night, man. Huh? Dom has okay. to mount this thing. Take care, Dom. Uh, take care, Dom. There's a lot of chatter online of people wondering if Filoni is going to try and connect this to the sequel trilogy and rectifying the Palpatine thing and like showing you how it happened. Well, I thought we were already doing that with Mandalorian. That's what Mandalorian has been doing the whole time. That's what I thought too. Um, 
the night sisters using the dark magic to find Sabine in the, in the, in the bone field was pretty neat. I enjoyed that was kind of cool. Um, they showed that Ahsoka and Sabine have a Padawan bond, which basically shows the first awakening of a force in Sabine. Yeah. I wish I knew anything about it. Yeah. <laughs> be a great story. That'd be a fascinating story for them to tell. Wouldn't it? I wish they'd done that. The, so the fight, the fight between Balin and Ahsoka was actually pretty good. And I enjoyed that fight. Yeah, I, I agree. And I understood why she, when she realized that she couldn't beat him and she had Hyung young come back around and drop the flares so that she could escape because she didn't need to fight him at that point. The last fight she needed to fight him because she was trying to get to Sabine. Now she was there. She didn't need to fight him. So that's growth. Question. Sure. Okay. The fight between all of the uh, stormtroopers and uh, Sabine and Ezra and then I monk Ezra Ahsoka. and I didn't hate his monkness, and I questioned at first. And we mentioned, I think I mentioned this to you. Why didn't he pick? Why didn't he take the lightsaber back from her? Right, like that's that was kind of a big like. Why wouldn't he take the lightsaber back? And again, and look, I guess he's been fighting stormtroopers for the last 12. According to you, he's full of dog tags, right? So he knew he could beat him with all that. This now, according to, again, I, I, I bounce around a whole bunch of different places. So I don't just take one thing and like read that as gospel. A lot of the theories, the same are that he gave that lightsaber up to her and it was hers now. And she's connected to it. And he hasn't used a lightsaber in 12 years. So maybe he wasn't sure of himself using a lightsaber. Maybe he's been doing the whole woo-woo monk thing and, you know, the cool stop in her lightsaber. And I, I parts sure. of it I get. <laughs> and, and, and Shin running away, but hesitating. Also, Maybe. didn't she also not have that lightsaber when we cut back to her? Who? Sabine. I don't remember. No, I mean, like when, when we got reintroduced to her, didn't she not have that lightsaber? Oh, she had it. Did she? Okay. Yeah, she had it. Hmm. So here's, I I would give this episode a six. Okay. Okay. Here's the problem I have with this episode overall. Now that I'm done my flashbacks thing, there's zero sense of urgency in anything that they're doing right now. Thrawn is loading his ship up and getting ready to go. See ya and getting out of there. They are all the way over here. How the only way for them to get back would be to smuggle on a Thrawn ship. If they get back the way you had said earlier with the going through the, the world between worlds, I think that's a cop out. And I think that's awful. How awful. disappointed are you if if our next episode that's 27 minutes long or however long they make it? 46. 46. Is that with credits? 49 with credits. Oh, 46. that's not true because it's six minutes of credit on these Disney Plus shows. They said 46 minutes and 25 seconds yeah. of actual episode. So in, in those seconds, when we cliffhang at Thrawn's ship taking oh. off and them being stuck on the planet, rioting in the streets, what do you think? This is, that is also the other biggest fear I have is that Filoni's movie isn't coming out for at least three, four years, mm -hmm. minimum, minimum three, four mm -hmm. years. At that point, Grand Admiral Thrawn is going to have a bigger belly than me. Mm -hmm. Ezra is going to be 82. 
Rosario is going to be Rosario is going to be in her fifties. Rosario is going to be in her fifties and have already done clerks five, six, and seven. Yeah, as a ghost. Um, spoiler. No, I'm 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 really. I I eight episodes is too short, but it wouldn't be too short if they actually sped the story up a tiny little bit and got us somewhere. Like you got us to Ezra in a decent amount of time, but you're not resolving that to where you're going to leave us with this awful cliffhanger. That's going to make everybody unhappy. And it's going to make me go from, I really like this show to. No, yeah, but what about, what about the fact that we've had Thrawn for what an episode and a little bit now, episode in a minute. He came in what halfway through five. Maybe, I think, um, if that. So, but like you had some whispering about Thrawn, but never by the good guys scared Thrawn was coming back, right? Like never by the the rebel rebellion side or the, the whatever they're called, um, the resistance. I guess that's once the first war is around. So you never got the vibe that like, oh my God, everybody's scared of Thrawn. You just got the Empire going, hey, this guy's coming back. It's going to be great. Can't wait. Here comes. I don't know how they knew he was coming back. Right. And well, that's been going on for years now, too, apparently. Right. Right. Um, but we get there. And like, again, if you didn't read all the books and you don't know anything about it, like this introduction of Thrawn is like so weak. Yeah. For like, the- you don't there's there's no it, as 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 crazy as we're going with characters in like Gen V. Right. When we talk about it. Right. When you get introduced characters like there's a sense of dread and a sense of like what's going to happen with the, like what's going how how are these people going to take over what's going to happen like what happens to everybody else with with the way they've introduced thrawn you get like yeah it's guy he's planning some stuff all right, right. cool you know you guys will stop him not a big deal like we got the gravitas of this is grand admiral thrawn but someone who has never like dom never watched rebels dom never watched clone wars so dom has asked me on a couple different occasions and i propped the show up up until the last maybe two episodes. Now there are parts that I've liked, but it, overall it's starting to feel like it's going to be a huge letdown at the end. Yeah. And look, unless 46 minute or 43 minutes of those are the flashbacks to fill in all of the gaps in the storyline that I've been waiting for. I don't even think we're going to get that. I think we're going to get them left on the planet and that's it. It's going to be Thrawn hyperspace. Boom. To, to, to the, to the galaxy that, that where everybody is and then left behind kind of looking up going, Shit! What do we do now? And that's where we're going to end. Yeah, like, that's I, literally I not where be I surprised. Think the ending is going to be. Um, but yeah, like everybody was telling me because I was like, "Hey, can we get some backstory on like what happened?" They're oh, don't worry, you'll get it, you'll get it. There's plenty of time. Yeah, there's no time. No. And and the last thing I the last thing is that is not a zombie stormtrooper army because when those stormtroopers were killed, they didn't missed out like uh right like the engineer did. They're just old stormtroopers now. <laughs> Yes, they're just or they're or the you know the mercenaries that are on the planet. They could have they could have yeah. been. They're just older older stormtroopers now. Lots of rexes. Exactly. No, that was clone clone troopers. Oh, sorry. Stormtroopers right. is when. Like so that I mean, and that's another thing. Like in Bad Batch, you get like how they went from clones to stormtroopers and why they did it. It was money. Yep. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like it's so funny watching I, through the stuff they're doing. Like you know, yeah, I I am. Not optimistic about the finale of Ahsoka, but you know, I neither am I. I hope that they do something good with it 
and uh, and live up to the standards we hope that that uh, everybody's telling me they're going to. I hope so too, dude. I do. Um, but I think that wraps it up for this week. So hey, thanks for listening and watching. Everybody that that took part, joining the conversation. Don't be shy. Next week, hop in. Uh, Mondays at seven. You can always find us seven Eastern time, streaming live on the YouTube and the Facebook. Two big and, shows to talk about next week. And anytime you three. Three big shows. We got, we got the Wheel of Time finale. We got Loki. We got Ahsoka. We got Gen V, episode whatever. Uh, four. I think there's something else too. But anyway, so you know, you can listen to us whenever though. Just wherever you get your favorite podcast, you can go listen there. Uh, drop us a rating, leave us a review, and uh, we'd appreciate it. If we ever get one, we'll read them live on air. Um, so, you know, that's a incentive to drop a review in one of those spots. And uh, thanks for finding the Geek Spot, everybody. Bye.